The Deadites Return in Evil Dead Rise, or as I'm being told it's titled for international audiences, Kanda Estrata Amantos Ilras Locked Nosferatus Kanda Amantos Kanda. This review is brought to you by Athletic Greens, the makers of AG1. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Dan for a special offer and stay tuned after this review for more info. Hello, everybody. I'm Dan Merle, and this is my review of Evil Dead Rise, the latest film in the Evil Dead film franchise. This one, however, is not from Sam Raimi. Like the 2013 version of Evil Dead, which was directed by Fede Alvarez, this has Sam Raimi in the producing side as an executive producer of this film, along with Bruce Campbell. Evil Dead Rise is from writer-director Lee Cronin, whose previous feature was 2019's The Hole in the Ground. And Evil Dead Rise is a radical reinvention of the the roots of the Evil Dead franchise in that this movie is set in a high-rise apartment building and those movies were set in the forest. But other than that, yes, this is still very much your father's Evil Dead. Lily Sullivan stars as Beth, a nomadic guitar tech who returns to Los Angeles to see her sister Ellie, played by Vikings and the Mists' Alyssa Sutherland. And if you will permit me a small side quest here, I just want to point out that I went on a little bit of a journey with this film because I suffer from a somewhat mild form of, I guess you would call it face blindness. It's not necessarily like I'm bad with faces. I legitimately have difficulty recognizing people sometimes, and particularly people that I'm watching in a movie, which is very convenient when you're a film critic. So for the entirety of this movie, I thought that the actress playing Ellie, Alyssa Sutherland, was Christina Hendricks, albeit one who apparently hasn't aged since 2007. Don't ask me why my brain works the way that I do. It's actually very reminiscent of what I like to call the Wolf of Wall Street incident, where I went through the entire film believing that Jamie Presley played the lead female role in the movie, only to find out watching the credits that it was somebody I'd never heard of called Margot Robbie. This has nothing to do with my opinion on the movie, by the way. I just sometimes like to share why I am the way that I am, and that I am also an extremely weird person. Anyway, back to the movie, Beth's visit is ruined when the Necronomicon, that evil Book of the Dead, is opened once again and Ellie is possessed, putting her family and perhaps everybody else in the world with a pulse in danger. Morgan Davies co-stars as Danny, Ellie's son, and an aspiring DJ whose actions lead to the summoning of the Deadites through the opening of the Necronomicon. Gabrielle Eccles is Bridget, Ellie's protective older daughter, and Nell Fisher plays Cassie, Ellie's youngest daughter, who's four to grow up fast when the possessions begin. You don't look so good, Mom. Nothing a big old hug and kiss from you won't fix. Open up now. Do it for Mom and Dad. Evil Dead Rise was reportedly planned originally by Warner Discovery as a streaming release, and then they felt that the movie tested well with audiences and decided to put it out in theaters, which is probably an easier decision when you also understand that the budget is reportedly around $15 million, so it doesn't even really have to do that well in theaters to make that money back purely in the theatrical window. And it's a good thing that blood is cheap, because this movie is packed full of so much blood and so much gore, 
it is wall-to-wall what the effects artists like to call gags, those little bits in the movie where you go, ooh, or you laugh, or you squirm, or you cover your eyes, or you do all of those things at the same time, those tiny little moments of gore and body horror. This movie pulls off a lot of those masterfully, about as well as you would expect an Evil Dead movie to do things like this, and if that's what you're going to the film for, if you are there for the buckets of blood, you're not going to find many more buckets of blood in a horror movie this year or any other year than Evil Dead Rise, and I think you're going to walk out of this thing very satisfied. But if you're looking for something more, if you're looking for a fresh take on what you've seen before, then you may walk out of Evil Dead Rise a little disappointed. This movie is very much in line with Sam Raimi's Evil Dead films in style and in substance. However, it also never really deviates from what Sam Raimi has achieved or even what Fede Alvarez achieved back in 2013 to be anything more than an intricately crafted homage to those previous films. Evil Dead Rise is a movie seeking the approval of Sam Raimi's original films and is content not to try to transcend them in any way. And listen, there's a lot worse that you can do in the horror world than to make a decent riff on some of the greatest horror slash comedy movies ever made. There are twinges of that absolutely sadistic sense of humor that was present in the original run of Evil Dead films, but this one is much more about the gore and the blood, etc. And these are things that seem like they were taken right out of Sam Raimi personal Necronomicon and put up on the screen for you to enjoy. And like I said, a somewhat too reverent rehash of the Evil Dead series is better than probably more than half of what we usually get in the horror genre to begin with. The performances really are the dividing line for me, and they're what keep this film from being a total retread. Even though she isn't Christina Hendricks, Alyssa Sutherland puts in a terrific lead horror performance, 80% of it possessed as the main mouthpiece of the Deadites, cruelly teasing her former family and attempting to manipulate them into letting them get her icy cold fingers around their throats. It was a perfect day. And all I could think about was how much I wanted to cut you all open and climb inside your body so that we could stay one happy family. <laughs> this is the rare horror film where the main monster gets to do as much acting as the other characters in the film, and Alyssa Sutherland really takes advantage of that opportunity. It's a really strong lead performance. Lily Sullivan is also a solid protagonist, vulnerable enough for us to fear for her life, but also strong enough to make us believe that she could chainsaw the undead into pulp if need be. Her character could have used some more development if the desire was for us to like her as much as we like Bruce Campbell's Ash. Although really, who could ever love any other character in the Evil Dead franchise as much as we already love? Bruce Campbell's Ash. I'm glad that Bruce Campbell was involved in this as a producer, executive producer, because it, it just wouldn't seem right if he wasn't somehow in the mix. The three kids also execute their roles well in what's largely a close quarters horror film. That's how you keep that budget low. And listen, being locked in that apartment with bad actors, even for just 90 minutes, which is the brisk runtime of this film, would have felt like an eternity. So it's a very good thing that they hired good actors. This seems like a very simple thing, but there are so many horror movies that seem to forget this very easy guideline. 
Another thing I really have to give the movie props for is that it doesn't rely on jump scares at all. I would say there's at most a handful of moments that are even intended to be jump scares, but instead this movie relies on atmosphere and craft for its scares. The atmosphere from Cronin and director of photography Dave Garbett, who also shot the Ash vs. Evil Dead TV series, the craft from the actors and prosthetic makeup designer Luke Pulte, and prosthetic makeup supervisor Jason Doherty, who is a veteran of the Middle Earth films. All of it comes together to make a really entertaining horror film, if not an exceptional one. Ultimately, Evil Dead Rise is a serviceable entry in the franchise, and it certainly does nothing to blunt or diminish the impact of the originals. If anything, it reminds us of how innovative Sam Raimi's films were, the fact that their style and methods still work over 40 years after the first film debuted. Evil Dead Rise succeeds in that it keeps the franchise alive and the public consciousness in a largely painless way, but this isn't a reinvention of the wheel. It's not even a new way to use the wheel. This is a movie that just presents itself as the wheel and says, hey, it's me, the wheel again. As it stands, I like the wheel and I didn't resent a new director just giving it another spin. So for horror fans, it's a recommendation on Evil Dead Rise, and I would say that it's a recommendation in general, unless these kinds of movies just aren't your thing, and I think that you're probably a pretty good judge of that. This could have gone horribly wrong, it could have felt empty, it could have felt lazy, it could have felt not at all like any of the other films in the franchise, and Evil Dead Rise was able to avoid all of that, so I have to give it credit there, even if I wish I could give it a few more extra credit points for originality. So those are my thoughts on Evil Dead Rise. What do you think? Will you be heading to the theater to see it this weekend? Let me know down in the comments below. And before we go, I want to thank the sponsor for this review, Athletic Greens, the makers of AG1. AG1 has been a mainstay on the channel, and it's because it's something that I use just about every day. It was hard for me to get into the routine of taking daily supplements, but eating breakfast is something that I start off every morning with. And when I take AG1 with my breakfast shake, it helps make me feel like I'm covering my nutritional bases and starting my day off right. It gives my body so many of the different things that it needs, and that's what it was designed to do, to help you live easier and better without having to change a whole lot about your routines. It's just one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day or if you want to throw it into a shake or something like that it goes down easy and it helps you to live your best life for every purchase athletic greens donates to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need including no kid hungry right here in the u.s in 2020 alone athletic greens donated over 1.2 million meals if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase just go to athleticgreens.com dan that's athleticgreens.com dan d-a-n to check it out thanks to athletic greens for sponsoring this video and thank you for watching it i'll be back very soon with more movie news box office reviews and more until then stay safe and I'll see you next time. Bye. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even to a physical. Let's check your weight. Hop on the scale. Look at that. You're down a few pounds. Oh, yeah. Must be the new carbon fiber wheels. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. I'm going to prescribe 91 octane for your engine knock, and we'll want to see you again in 3,000 miles. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love.